Hello, everybody. Welcome to day number sort of two of E3's 2016. E3 2016. We have now seen Microsoft's press conference. We just got finished watching that probably 25 minutes ago just or so. Up. Max, it was very, very good. Ooh, I was very. That, that's how you start. That's how you do an E3 press conference. It was. Like, that's how you open a day up. It was. It was very good. I. I don't know what I was expecting from them. I know they've got a bunch of things in the works, and there's a bunch of games from them coming out that I'm excited for. But for some reason, I didn't expect them to do that well. And uh, I said on Twitter from our show's account at MGS Podcast, you can follow us there. That I thought that was the best showing from them in over five years. That was the best they've done in a very, very long time. They know. If that- you look, if you look at, it was two years ago. When the Xbox One was announced, right? Um, no, three at this point. It was three? Okay. Yeah. That E3 press conference where it was all about TV and media um, with Don Matrick. Yeah. If you was take yeah, that E3 and you look at this one, it is a complete 360 um, for the company. And with Phil Spencer in charge over there at Xbox – this is 100% gamer focused. That's it's, what that's what's great at this point and, is that they've I mean it was it like that last year. It was like and this now, last year. Oh my gosh, they just cranked it up to 11. This this was Microsoft showing some force. And we didn't even see everything either, which was the interesting thing. Like we Crackdown didn't show up, which was interesting. You're right. I didn't even, that didn't even hit me. Yeah, that was one thing I heard uh, Andy McNamara said that he had heard rumors that that wasn't going to show up. Uh, at the show, and then he turned out to be right. So that was uh, definitely interesting. Sorry, everybody, if I'm sounding kind of funny right now. Hold on. All right. I should be good now. I didn't He's have it set up on my mic. Things. I didn't have it set up on my snowball mic at the moment. Um, yeah, so, the, I mean, a bunch of stuff that we know that's coming didn't even show up, and some things that we expected uh, didn't really get as much time as we thought they would. Like, I thought we'd get more of Cuphead, and it just kind of showed up in a montage once again, which is fine. But, you know, I'm actually glad Cuphead was only a montage because they've put that on stage demo time two years in a row. I, th- I think I – Give it to me when it's ready. I think they – yeah, they've shown us it in a montage, I think, two straight years now, haven't they? They gave it a straight-up demo last year. Did they? I can't uh-huh. remember. They gave it stage time. Um, let's – before we go any further, this is Millennial Gaming Speak, if I didn't say oh, that yeah, before. Oh, yeah, you should tell Hello. everyone what they're watching. Welcome to the podcast. I am Logan Moore, your wonderful host on this E3 adventure. With me is Max Roberts. He's a Hello. good old person over there. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go kind of all over the place. And the one thing that I want to start with is... Oh, you, all over the place? Um, we'll we'll the see. I'm telling you, Max, just hold my hand Gosh, here. And I, we'll be you know, able... I make these lists for a reason. I know, but that will be good, trust me. Uh, mm. The one thing I want to start with is the most important thing, I think, from the entire show. We saw a bunch of cool games, a bunch of cool upcoming I, things. The most important... the biggest bomb. The bi- the... Well, I think I the thing that we've heard the most... This. The thing we've heard the most rumors about, but what weren't sure if we were going to actually see, was the Scorpio, which we did kind of see uh if you aren't familiar the scorpio is the code name of what's pretty much the the new model of the xbox one going forward similar to the playstation 4.5 yeah um it's basically the new upgrade in the console um my audacity does keep dipping so i'm gonna just have to keep adjusting that um yeah it's basically the new model of 
the upgraded Xbox One, and it's going to be compatible with 4K gaming, which we still haven't seen yet, except for PC. So it's going to be that PC Master Ace. As of right now, at this moment, 2:30 p.m. It is the first console that we know of that is going to support 4K gaming. Now, this is so this is interesting for a ton of reasons, and I wanted to talk about this first because I really do think this is the most important thing going going forward with the industry and with what Microsoft's planning on doing. So, I think first and foremost, their the way they talked about this was awesome. This is exactly if Sony comes out tonight and they talk about the 4.5, which there's been rumors that they will or won't. And well, I mean, we no, haven't. They said we, they said they will not. They they said they will not, which I Andrew think House, is stupid at this point because Andrew House confirmed its existence and said it will not be at E3. Yeah, so that was one thing we haven't covered on the news since we haven't had a numbered episode in a while. They did talk about it the other day. They did say that it is a thing, so it is confirmed now as existing. Now we don't while we don't know like specs about it like we do with the Scorpio now with its 60 bajillion teraflops of hertz and whatever else. You can I'm sure you can go look up the specs that they talked about on the show. Six, I don't remember six everything. 6 teraflops, 8 CPU cores. Yeah. So which is Powerful. Absurd. Yeah, that's very powerful for a for a, a for a console, console. specifically. Yes. Yeah. So, I think, I think the way that they handled this and the way that they talked about it was flawless. And it's the way that if they're going to get people on board who already own the systems and are going to try to convince them to then upgrade. It need they need to do it. Sony needs to do it like Microsoft did it because it was great. I, I tweeted about it on our account. All it took was a couple developers telling me why they would think this matters, why this is important, why them as developers need this, and why they want this as developers, and why they think it's good for consumers. I know one person in their kind of montage there said, this is the console for you. This is the console where we have listened to you, we know what you want, and now here is the console that we think you the gamer is going to want going forward. It sounds like it has so much accessibility, it's going to be insanely powerful, I I think this is this is the game changer of E3 so far. This and because it, it hooked people like myself, I can definitely see well, myself buying a Scorpio next this, year now. You know, this is just as what I just said in press conference presentation. This is a complete turnaround from the Xbox One reveal. This system, which I I love that I just bought is getting a complete revamp in the direction of gamers. And, you know, not just from the boxes, games, and what they're putting out in the messaging, but it's a new version, the S, well, not the S, but this this new upgraded version yeah. is completely oriented toward the gaming community, and that's powerful, and it answers this call. And, I mean, I don't think you can talk about the Scorpio without what they open the show with, which is yeah, the which Slim is Xbox the, the Slim, and, yeah. and the cross-buy, cross-play with Windows 10. Yeah. This is Microsoft taking their plans to have Windows 10 on every platform, the computer, the phone, and the Xbox, and merging that on a deeper level as far as gamers are concerned. And with Scorpio, I mean, consoles are already PCs just ready to plug and play. This is e- this is even the this next is taking step. Taking it of one that. step it's further. V- yeah. It's VR ready, which means those rumors of an Oculus deal have to be sound, yeah. like have to come true. Yeah, because they uh, they weren't mentioning augmented reality or Hololens or anything like that. They, they were specifically saying up front VR. So and you know your boy Todd the man Howard showed Todd up Howard. and 
talked about Fallout 4 on VR, which now, after that mentioning, it sounds like it is the full game, which on the Bethesda breakdown, I was not very sure about based off just some wording, but now I'm, I feel confident that it is the entire game, which sounds very, very scary um, from just a, like, a human being standpoint. But this thing's powerful, and they handled it like Sony handled the PlayStation 4 reveal. Yeah. The PlayStation 4 reveal, if you remember, was Sony saying, hey, we know we screwed up with the PS3 cell architecture, and we made it complicated for the devs, and we went to them and we asked them, what do you want to see? And the infamous 8 gigabytes of RAM a discussion in the meeting that, like, if it doesn't have it, the PS4 is dead. This is that for Microsoft. This is them making a big and bold transition. Now, I don't know. I mean, when I hear that, that's, you know, that's a lot of hype talk and it's a lot of hype training. And it's, we have obviously haven't seen this thing. We don't know if it's going to deliver on any of this. But I mean, I'm interested to see what the differences are between the regular Xbox One, the Slim, and then now the Scorpio. Because so while we didn't see anything outside of developers talking about it and heard some specs about what it's going to be, we don't know what the difference is going to be. We don't know what the 4K gaming is going to specifically look like or anything like that. Um, But I think the I think the best thing and the thing that I respect from Microsoft and the thing I like the most about this reveal is that they were just upfront about it. I mean, this thing, so it's... They confirmed its, its time- existence. Holy it, cow. They yeah, ju- I didn't expect it at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. Like, we've heard rumors about it. They've now come out, and they were willing to be upfront with us. They said, yeah, we're developing this. Yeah, this is a thing we're doing. You probably won't hear about it again until this time next year, which is completely fine. But at least they told us. Like, I love Sony, and I th- I, I really am interested to hear what Sony has to say, but... I, I don't like that they – I feel like they're being dodgy about it because we've heard about the 4.5 for like three months now. And while Andrew House did come out the other day and say something about the thing's existence, and we do know that it is a thing now, I wish they would be as blunt with talking about it tonight as Microsoft was because that makes me feel comfortable. I don't like it when I feel like you're trying to almost like pull the wool over our eyes as consumers. And not that Sony's trying to do that, but – Everything in the world has pretty much confirmed that 4.5, 4K, Neo, whatever you want well, to do, is a thing. Andrew House has know, confirmed it now. Can, just thing, talk about it for a couple minutes tonight. I mean, I, get it out there. I, I doubt it. These things, I mean, they can throw some things in there, but I doubt it. My biggest concern, I mean, me as a gamer and you, someone who likes to be on the cutting edge of technology just in general, I, I'm excited about the promises of Scorpio, but my biggest concern is... This, you know, Phil Spencer said, gaming without generations. We're going to hit this cell phone cycle of consoles every one to two years. We're getting going to get revisions on consoles. And that sounds very yeah, scary that to me was, as a consumer. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, I'm not, still not a fan of the, the I don't know. Like, because I'm, what, sold on the know, con- I'm sold on the Scorpio specifically, but I'm going to be I'm interested to see. the premise and the promise. Yeah, I'm I'm sold on the idea of what it could be and what this next half step up could be. But what I'm still weary of is, yeah, what? Uh, how often are consoles going to be coming out now? Is it going to be every four or five years? Is it going to be every two years? Like, we've reached a point where, and this was apparent when the new consoles came out, the one and the PS4. There wasn't that leap uh, for, that there was from Xbox One or PS2 to PS3 and Xbox 360. There wasn't that same I don't, leap. From... I don't think there can. I don't think there ever will be a leap like that. I don't think there will again, be again, except VR, either. because from standard definition to HD, 
from these big and beautiful games from the ones you played on DVDs, like, that is just a... That's a leap you can measure. Yeah. That's very clear. The difference between PS3 and Xbox One is how much you can put on there. Like, a game like Knack would make your PS... Would make your PS3 explode. Just all the particles alone yeah, interact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get more... I mean, they can upgrade the so consoles the games in those ways. games are just going to look better and better and be bigger and bigger. Yeah. Which, I mean... And is... run smoother and smoother. And really... That's what I care about is things running better. Things running better and not games like Firewatch chugging on your PS4 when you don't yeah. really know why they are. So, well, I think I think there's yeah, there's optimization there and mm-hmm. then just performance issues. I mean, look at the difference between PS4 and Xbox One now. Usually, PS4 games have the higher resolution or the smoother frame rate, and that's because the PS4 has slightly better insides than the xbox one now so that's the kind of stuff that matters is the insides making things just run smoother i mean this is the reason i play consoles is so i don't have to upgrade my piece upgrade a upgrade your drivers and buy a new graphics card and but those 1080s look pretty slick man those gtx 1080s but now it sounds like we have to do that too but we're just buying a new box yeah and that I, sounds scary. As it does. I, I don't know. I'm still waiting to see how it all turns out because I feel like we could be making it a bigger deal than it is. But I, no, I, I, t- I totally do agree with you, though. Like, if we are buying consoles every two years, that's not well, going to be something. Well, I mean, if you said – so Xbox One reveal was three years ago. So it came out three years ago, It came right? out in 2013, yeah. So, I mean, by the time this comes out, it would be a four-year gap. Which is – which it's like what the I Wii mean, U's cut been. the 360 life cycle just it, shy it was, of half. It was yeah, it was twice. It would be twice as long as, or it would be it'd be half of what the 360's life cycle was. Which I don't know. It's I mean, strange. It it's something sense. we're gonna have to get used to if this is the future. Though uh, the one <sighs> thing, the one I thing see. Phil Spencer said in uh, his whole Gaming spiel before revealing the Scorpio was that. He said, a future without generations, which means our console generation is going to be dead now. Is there not going to be an Xbox 2 or two. Xbox 4, whatever you want to call it? Is there not going to be a PS5? Are we just going to get these new models of systems from now on? And this is the future of gaming. It's and while I don't, I don't like it, I... I like seeing the industry evolve, evolve like this. I like that this has added such a more interesting layer to what the gaming industry is and what it's doing. But as a consumer, my wallet doesn't like it. But I'm also interested to see, like, is this what the developers want? Like, how are they going to be able to take advantage of these new things that are happening? So I think we – I don't know. Um, I feel like there was one other thing I want to say about it, but I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Um yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure we'll revisit this tonight uh, if after seeing what Sony says. I know that they said we'll they're see. not going to talk about it or show anything. I don't anything. think they will. And I'll I don't. Th- I agree with you. 4. I don't. Four point five is not mentioned. I don't think they will either. I really don't. But I think they'd be stupid not to. Honestly, um, we'll I feel like I feel see. like they have to say something now. This is yeah. This is what I want to say. So uh, I think Patrick Klepek on Twitter pointed this out. By Microsoft doing this today, this is basically them conceding that they screwed up with the Xbox One launch and that they lost to Sony. In the first wave of what this is, they lost. The Scorpio and whatever the 4.5 is, though, that's the reset. 
And while the PS4 is still it technically going like to be... It's a very com- quick reset. It's a quick reset, yes, but it's also a reset for both companies in a way. And while the PS4 will still work in the future, it's not going to be obsolete or anything like that. Same with the Xbox One and the Xbox One Slim. They won't be obsolete, but these new half-step-up consoles are... It's resetting the game board, and it's, it's kind scary. of... It's, just, it's. I keep it's, saying that. Because it's, it is. It is kind of scary. Five hundred dollar boxes. I know, and I know we like to be on the cutting edge, but that might just have to be something we let go of at some point, and that's that's the tricky spot we're and in. And at consumers that point, right PCs now. are the ones that last longer because sure, new parts are announced, but usually, if you build top of the line, it lasts you a very long time. Depends. Yeah, I, mm. I have friends with nice PCs, and I feel like they upgrade more than I would think they do. So it just really depends. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, this is it's interesting. This is technically, I mean, they opened. This is definitely a weird, interesting it. thing for the in- industry as a whole that is happening right now. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the future with all of it. Well, you know, they close they close the show with the Scorpio, but they opened the show. With the slim, with the 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 Xbox One slim, it's Which white, has it tons looks, of vent holes in looks it. Looks nice, yeah. Forty percent smaller. Looks like it's got a bunch more ventilation uh, holes. The big, uh, the, no more power brick. They've got the power supply power inside supply the system inside. now, so it's forty percent smaller. And they put the power brick inside, which is a huge deal because I. So return of the red ring of death. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, that's why the power brick's outside the Xbox One. It's because they did not want a Red Ring yeah. 2.0. I don't, I don't think, um, I think that. Looks, I think that's almost 10 years in the past. It's a slick-looking console. It and looks now, nice. Now, I I don't know if you just want to blurt these out now or as we hit them, but one of my predictions was, was the Slim would be announced. It had an imminent release. This is coming out in August. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said the price would stay at three fifty, and the the OG Xbox One would be three hundred dollars. The Xbox Slim starts at three hundred dollars. Three hundred. Ah, but the fine print for the five hundred gigabyte model. Yes. So if that's... you want the two terabyte, it is a four hundred dollar. Which which isn't I mean, bad by any means. No, it's not. Two terabytes should be the standard, especially with games being fifty gigabytes at this yeah. point. Yep. Um. So, like, I got the pricing run, I guess, but... I think I... So, this... I have written down here, Xbox Slim revealed releases this year. That's all I wrote down. So, so I get... Yeah, that's... One point right. for me. Slim, Slim is announced. It's coming out soon. Um, I think it was kind of shady not to talk about the price. Like I thought they, it was they, shady they, as they well. Splashed, they splashed... It said like up to two terabyte hard drive and splash two ninety nine on two ninety nine right next to it. And I that didn't blew like that my as mind. Well. And then later you find out during the conference, not from them directly from a press release, that it's a four hundred dollar box for two terabytes. My buddy is still looking to buy an Xbox. He's been holding out for a while now. And it, when I that show out started, Scorpio. Well, yeah, that's what I told him when when he uh, when he saw the start of the conference. Though he's like, "This is it. This is what I've been waiting for. Cheap console, two terabytes. Now nice controller." They, Everything. They redesigned the controller. They put some grip on they it. They put some grips on it, which is uh, GameStop had an exclusive controller for a while that was... The, the white one, right? The white one. It's the exact same thing. I'm telling you, those... As soon as you hold a controller with grips on it, it's a religious experience. You won't go back. I'm so glad you hold the that they're doing that. The Elite is bodacious. The Elite's good. The Elite's got the grips on it, too. So if you've held an Elite, you know what those how different those grips are in the back. It's mm-hmm. it's a completely different different controller with those grips on the back. No, no grips on this, baby. What's that? I just pulled up my Xbox controller. Oh. No grips on it. 
Um, they opened with the Slim, which I thought was really smart because yeah. of all the leaks, especially from Kotaku. I liked how they opened and closed with the console. Which was um, really weird, though. What a, what a strange conference to open and close with the console. Two different mm-hmm. consoles, too. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. we're in a weird time. It's a very and they strange pushed, time for games. They pushed, uh, like I mentioned earlier, cross-buy and cross-play, which they're taking... They're taking their plan, like I said, for the Windows 10 and all that stuff, and they're pushing it further for gamers. It's like the PS4 and the Vita cross-by cross-play on a 10 times bigger scale. Yep. And this is, you know, when I buy Halo 6, people on PC can play that, and that's really cool. When you buy, I mean, I assume from here on out, every Xbox One exclusive is on PC as well. Yep, which is a big thing. I mean, that's a big deal. That's what my friend told me is... He's looking to buy an Xbox, and then he saw that literally 95% of the games PC. shown today. Yeah, Xbox exclusives aren't really a thing anymore. Console exclusive, maybe. They, exclusive I, as a whole. be called a Microsoft no. exclusive, really. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's cool, and that's really exciting. That makes me happy for a lot of people. They did that. They tampered with it a little bit. Not tampered. They, they experimented with it a little bit with Quantum Break. If you pre-ordered Quantum Break, you got the Windows 10 version. Um, I've heard it doesn't run very well on PC, though. But I'm sure from here on, I would think if they're pushing it this hard, these games need to run on Windows 10. Because if you if they don't run well oh, on either one, yeah. then you're you're in a bad boat with your cross by cross play. Yeah, for Nintendo sure. now is really the only one that doesn't fully support cross by cross play, and that's kind of unfortunate. And I hope that's that's like the surprise thing. I hope we hear is GBA Virtual Console on 3DS. Because that's where it makes most sense, not the Wii U. But enough Keep Nintendo. Your fingers crossed. Um, how about you tell me? Yeah. So okay, let's do as this. As an right Xbox now. fan about Gears, tell let's, me about Gears. Yeah, I'll talk about Gears in one second. Let's do this though. Let's do all of our predictions. Oh. I was oh, going to jump to all of our okay. predictions. Yeah. All right. Let me hold your hand, and I'll lead you. Okay. <laughs> let's yeah let's so if you listen to our last show our well if you listen to our e3 prediction show we had an entire segment where we talked about our predictions for all of the shows microsoft and sony specifically when we went into detail max how many did you get right because i so i got the one with the xbox Slim. i got, right. i didn't get recore right you, i had recore, recore releases early next year that's not happening so do cross you, that one off do, do you want to count my xbox slim one or no you can give a half a point for that, I think. All right. I got one and a half then. Okay. So you got that. I've got Halo Wars 2 gameplay releases in 2016. Did we see actual gameplay or was it just that trailer? Uh, they showed it. They didn't show like a demo. I mean, they showed gameplay in the in this little beta teaser trailer at the end. Yeah. There um, is a beta going live for that. It does week. not release this year, though. So that's no go on that one. Cuphead, Cuphead release date for August. Didn't get that. So no for me. No. Sea of Thieves gameplay releases next fall. Um, they gave the window of t- 2017. Yeah, so we didn't get... I'd give myself about a half a point for that, I guess. Because we did see gameplay, even though it wasn't... Oh, it was really obnoxious. loud gameplay. Yeah, yeah obnoxious. You mute your TV, it. it's way better. Uh, mm. looks seems like we tied. I mean, I'd give myself a half a point for I, the th- Sea of Thieves thing, wouldn't you? I had... Yeah, I don't mind. It doesn't matter. Um, like I said, the Xbox One prediction. I said Halo 6 would be teased and Reach Remaster announced for Master Chief Collection. Nil on both of those. Uh, which I was kind of surprised the only Halo thing was Halo Wars 2. Uh, but that's fine. Give it some room. Let it yeah, breathe. Yeah, I mean, let, let, let the out. series breathe. They're on the last one of this new trilogy, so give them a little time. Um, 
see if these gameplay shown with release window correct uh, along with that i said release date for recore which we got as september 19th i want to double check that i wrote it down in the list recore september 18th i'm sorry one day off then i followed that up with cuphead out now completely wrong on that we only saw cuphead in a montage and then i said resident evil 7 which i really thought was going to be here because of the capcom deal that Xbox and Sony, uh, I'm sorry, Xbox and Capcom seem to have, but no Resident Evil talk whatsoever. Um, so I guess one and a half, one point, really. Those were the predictions. I'd um, say whole, it sounds like yeah. we have tied for the most we're part. We're pretty rough. I was dis- I'm disappointed in myself. But Could anyway, Gears, Could, Gears you, of War 4. You still got a chance to win tonight. Okay, so let's talk about Gears. Yeah, let's talk about Gears. So after the announce of the Slim, they got right into Gears, showed that off. Looked awesome. Looked fantastic. Saw a new blade-type weapon where you're shooting saw blades at everybody. Game. Looks really freaking good. We got a tease for Marcus. Marcus Phoenix is still alive. He is still in the game. Who's Marcus and Phoenix? That I don't made know. me so happy. Max is, Max is very ignorant. I've never played a Gears, Gears game. I do, I do own them all because I bought my Xbox One, and it came with all of them through Back Compat, and then I have the remaster of one. Um, they're fun games. I mean, they it's are. They're, they're interesting. Co op was very much a push, not just for this game, but for the entire conference. Yeah, co-op it was for was the entire conference. Co op, co op, co op, co op. And not just co op, but cross play co op. So, that's, yeah, that's another cool thing. Is that you, your I mean, buddy can play on game. PC? It looked to me like a typical third person shooter with very cool guns. It, And I don't mean that in a negative sense. It looked like a solid, tight. Third no, I get what shooter. you're saying. After a while, all third-person shooters sto- sort of start to bleed together. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Gears 1 is one of the third-person cover-based shooters that really pushed. That was like the third-person mm-hmm. shooter. Like That, that, so, that kind of changed the genre for uh, the most part. I thought the- it looked... I thought it looked good, but I wasn't sure if this was representative of the franchise. Yeah. According to you, it is. Yeah, so I think so. It looks a lot like I'm, it I'm interested. I don't think I'd get it unless I binged all four games, which I don't I mean, know if I have time I mean, this is a new launching point, though. Like, I think you'd be totally fine. But I would... Who's Market Phoenix? I thought, like, that reveal had no effect on me. Oh, well, like, I mean, impact. that's not a big deal. I mean... I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you don't... I don't think you... I mean, it's cool to us, but, like, again, it's... You could go. It's it, this is like the Force Awakens, I would say, of Gears games, where you can go see the Force Awakens and enjoy it and have a grand old time, and understand what's going on perfectly. But I mean, you may be like, I'm not real familiar with Luke, but that was kind of cool at the end when he's on that island, all bearded and stuff. I mean, I, I'd say it's probably a similar thing like that. So you could definitely play it if I got – I'm going to get it. If you got it and we played co-op, you'd have a blast playing it, I guarantee it. And He's promised me, promising me a blast. You would have a lot of fun. Those games are great, especially in co-op. I really love the co-op campaigns. So co-op's always been a thing for them? Co-op's always been a thing. I'm trying – my buddy who I've mentioned a couple times this episode who's thinking about getting an Xbox, I'm trying to tell him to get an Xbox so we can play Gears again because that used to be our thing back in high school. We would play hours Aww. of Gears all together. So, but he needs to get him an Xbox, or I guess we can do it over PC now because he's got a PC. You can Windows Ten. So yeah, I thought um, Gears looked good. I was interested to hear what you thought, and you thought it looked good too. Um, let's looked, see. Let's good. just start running down the line here. Killer Instinct. We got Rom from Gears of War, uh, the first Gears of War coming in season three. 
Cool. Don't so, have I much mean, to yeah, it's cool that. that they're still really supporting this fighting game. Yeah, I cool. mean, it's got a it's got a hardcore fan base. It, like they said, it's the biggest fighting game on, uh, on Xbox, Xbox One. Let's jump Which down a little bit. Which is not very hard when Street Fighter Five is not on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, jumping down a little bit, uh, sticking with the fighting thing for a second. We saw a trailer for Tekken 7. We saw a cool dude okay. in a robe with some sunglasses. That was... I mean, I don't know jack about Tekken, and I'm not really a fighting guy. It was but another thing. It it, they didn't say it was exclusive, though, so no no counter to Street Fighter V's exclusivity on PS4. Which, I mean, yeah. I mean, Killer it Instinct does it is that big of a deal. Um, you know, fighting games are a genre you and I both really don't have a big connection with. Nope. Um, but it's still cool to see that genre pushed and that community represented. I mean, Injustice 2 was announced um, yeah. a few days ago, so... I mean, that is a community that is still thriving very, very much. And it's, you know, to me, it's cool to see it represented. It's just a niche we're not really into, which is fine. Uh, so we saw that. Let's start skimming around here. Uh, Forza Horizon 3 looked awesome. Boom. We expected this to show up. It's in Kangaroos. Australia now. Looks cool. It's, God, racing games are so stupid pretty. It's dumb. They really are. I'm... They are the uncanny valley of games because they just put all the power of the system into making those cars shiny and pretty, and it's so cool. Um, the demo I've played of Forza Horizon 2 at a Target kiosk gave me a lot of vibes of Need for Speed, and I'm very picky with my racing games. They've got to be more arcadey than realistic. Like When I bought a Project Cars on a price error, it was way too technical for me, and you know I couldn't do that. What was so, it, Open World, and was there dragons in it, and you just you had to put it down? N- no, it, it had more like a nuclear wasteland uh, survival pickup thing, so I was just like, this, I can't do this, what is this garbage? No, but this game looked very, very pretty, they pushed the co-op, the cross-platform play as, as per the show standard, and... Australia environment, which is really cool. Yeah, I think Australia is can't wait to drive a Lamborghini a, on them dirt roads because that's yeah, which makes total sense. <laughs> but it seems like a more dynamic environment, especially based off um, Forza Horizon Two was in like the hill, the European, the Southern European area, right? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I, I think, think the first it was one like took Italy place in or the Southern Europe. Yeah, like I think this is a more giant diverse actually is probably the word i should be using yeah. way to explore things so it's, it's diverse really in the lot. diverse in the environments and diverse in the cars too because we saw They've a got trucks, dune buggy and a truck racing a lamborghini on through a mountain range so it's just it's way more it's not as realistic as the numbered forza entries like forza six came out last year that's very that's racing on tracks for they the most are part. they are pumping out these forza games because i know like five people who are obsessed with them so and they played them every forza, year forza. so it's good it's a good thing yeah i mean it definitely is a system seller believe it or not and i know they sell a lot every day every year so that looked cool um let's continue let's come i, I want to come back to record in a second i know that's next up let's hold that because i have some You're... thoughts about that that i'd like to get to a little bit more in depth um Let's let's hit up on a couple things here. Uh, Division DLC kind of teased for it. That's good for that community. Uh, I guess the community is really bleeding out. There's like a 90 percent drop rate at this point. It's um, uh, pretty staggering yeah. how drastic the the drop is. There was just not enough post game content, and so hopefully this will bring people back. It's called Underground, well, so we'll see yeah, how we'll that s- works. I mean, we'll see. It's this is such an interesting area in console gaming. That Destiny is really made popular, and the division really 
tried to steal some of that thunder, and a lot of the... Destiny was dead the day the Division came out. That No one was, like, in the tower. It was nuts. And it's interesting to see how rapid that community just dropped and disappeared. I think if they just have a couple more things to do, I mean, because everybody knows that Destiny really didn't... Before the expansions, Destiny didn't have a ton to do either. I mean, there was... I think there was more than uh, the Division, uh, but still, there wasn't a whole lot of people like sticking with destiny until the until the new expansions until, came out so i think i think King. it's worth giving the division b- the benefit of the doubt until then we'll see what happens um they came out and talked about battlefield one and literally showed nothing that we the already same hadn't seen. trailer the same trailer that we saw yesterday so that's not even worth our time talking about still looks fine yeah. whatever um, um minecraft is getting some cross play stuff and just whatever i tuned this? Out. i totally tuned out I stopped. I I have no interest in Minecraft. It was poorly scripted, all that stuff. But that is huge. Cross-platform play in these realm areas. If someone on their iPhone can play me on my Xbox or my PS4 or my PC or my Wii U, uh, I doubt Wii U. But you get what I'm saying. This massive game having cross-platform play is a phenomenal feat, I think. Especially with, so, they said fourteen different platforms, which is what a bunch of them Earth. are probably phones and tablets and things. Phones, of that tablets, PCs, consoles. Yeah. it's nuts, man, and it's so cool to hear this cross-platform world. It's like one of the five biggest games ever. So I mean, it makes sense. To I think it's even it. in the top three as yeah. far as sales go. Yeah, I think, it, I, I think it's, it, I, it's it's up there with cert. it's up there with Wii Sports at this point. I know they sell it's like in, sixty-five thousand copies of it a day or something crazy like that microsoft's making bank on that purchase yeah so that was a solid purchase for them so that's coming we've also got um they new the new xbox live updates we've got background music coming finally which has been on playstation for a while we've got groups coming which is similar to the groups on playstation so again another thing from playstation is coming over the other the other only only other thing really here is arena uh xbox live mm-hmm. arena which is like a tournament style thing esports are becoming a very big deal and the big companies are taking notice and i'm interested to see how much of an impact the ea announcements and microsoft today i'm interested to see how much that has it'll be cool it'll be cool to track these things and actually have a place on the on the xbox where you can set up tournaments and have uh arenas and stuff like that because i know back in the day we used to like to try to get in halo tournaments and things like that me and one of my friends but you'd always have Mm -hmm. to go online and dig around on websites and find places to like enter yourself into a tournament and then it was like it was all manually set up like okay you're in this tournament but you have to add me add add me on xbox we have to set up the tournament it starts at this time it was very I mean, the community had to come together and organize it themselves, and it sounds like now Xbox is going to make it a little bit easier to organize things like that, which is a cool feature, and it's really cool with games like Halo and Gears of War out there where tournaments are pretty prevalent. Um, so that's cool. Also, we have – I know one thing that we didn't list here um, was the searching for group thing. So if you are playing a game and you want to play with a group, uh, you can search right. for other people who are looking for people to play with, and it will automatically hook you up, which is a really neat feature for multiplayer games, especially things like like a Destiny where you, for the most part, want to play with other people and want to talk to them, but you don't really have any friends. Then you just kick that on and find other people to play with and hey, maybe make some friends in the process. So it's kind of a cool it's kind of a cool little new feature they've added. Um, what else? Um, Design Lab controllers, you can get uh, custom controllers Which coming actually, out. actually, I'm doing right now. Are the you really going to order up. one? Uh, I, 
I personally am not because I'm buying an Elite. Okay, um, so you're just designing it. I'm, but my girlfriend loves the Xbox, and um, she she loves Xbox. I'm buying Lego Star Wars on Xbox for her, so we can play together. It's her favorite color is pink, and so the fact she can design her own controller, top to bottom, I'll buy her a controller, top to bottom for just her. I bought her a, a, a Princess Peach Wiimote, um, so I'm all for her. This is really cool. This is for the people that may not want an Elite, but they but want they a little more flair. Just... They want that personal touch yeah. to a controller. And I think that is a really smart idea that Microsoft can just cash in on. That's all they got to do. They just have to put it out there. Yeah, they continue being and smart with their controllers. And we also saw a... I have to say, the options here are very rich. I mean, it's all just color I stuff. I need to I'm check not, it out in a little bit. I'm not making things really super special it's 100 percent solely color based here but the options are astounding they are um they start at 80 dollars which a regular xbox one controller is 50 so there's 30 dollar bump in price for the custom ability and if you want to add an engraving that is an additional 10 dollars and they start shipping this fall but you can pre-order your own controller right now yeah um it looks very, cool. very I, I need, cool. I very personal thing. After we finish this and start watching Ubisoft, so I'm gonna. I'll send cool you the link. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll send I saw you the link. link tweeted out by Xbox earlier, so I'm gonna try to mess around with it. So it looks cool. Eighty bucks, I don't think is too bad. Ninety for engraving. I don't. I don't know. It's fine. If you want a custom controller, it's something to do. I think Sony should be should be putting out custom controllers as well if they can. Uh, let's talk about Final Fantasy 15. They had a demo. It was about a. F- three or four minute demo it looked like trash it looked really bad and i don't think the game looks bad necessarily but that demo was awful that guy it makes me the guy playing the game was either really bad not, or something was happening. i'm worried about the performance of that game because that is a very big moment as far as a boss battle like that's yeah. a very big enemy and i think it's either not running very well on xbox or that game is just running very poorly it just it, it wasn't handle. even it wasn't even the performance of the game itself. It was the performance of the guy playing it. Like he was, mm. it was, he was I playing think it was awful. both because it seemed very rough. And I mean both. I it wasn't a very good demo. It wasn't a good. The most important thing I think was Final like, Fantasy no. on Xbox stage. So I think that means there's no Final Fantasy 15 demo tonight. At Sony, possibly, yeah. I mean, I also think that means we Final don't see Fantasy Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the only thing I can think of is the Final. Fantasy I think we remake. do see Kingdom Hearts Three, though. Uh, please no, <laughs> please no, please yes. I'm tired of seeing. I, I think more than ever, Sony needs to be come out with games that are upcoming rather than games that are four years out or whatever Kingdom Hearts is. So I don't know. Purple, I mean, I obviously wouldn't hate it, but I don't. I don't That's think really there, cool. I don't I don't think there's any point to showing it at the same time. Um I'm cur- I'm worried about that game. Which one? 15? Fin- 15, yes. I still think everything else I've seen about it outweighs how bad this demo was, but the just the guy playing it was really bad at it, which is weird cuz he's making the game. So, I I don't know. And it I noticed that it also said special E3 demo, so I'm wondering if that part's well, even in the game. It it could have been something well, that they no. just No, I mean Metal Gear Solid did that. They yeah. had like a special demo. It's just a way they just they seriously, I imagine, just cut a chunk of the game out. 
which and like may have code been, around that to make it run. Which may have been attri- attributed to like why it didn't look too great is because they took such a narrow part of what's such a huge game and maybe they didn't have time to optimize it and it just looked poor because of that. But either way, it wasn't a great showing from them and uh, still kind of excited for the game. I don't know if I'll pick it up, but it it has my interest. Um, let's see what else we got. So... I'm kind of just trying to touch on the things that I know we aren't going to talk about too much. Uh, Gwent is coming to Xbox One and PC. We heard and about PS4. this. Uh, and PS4 it is? Okay. I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, the um, CD Projekt Red confirmed it on their Twitter account. It's coming to both consoles and Pc. Hot. <laughs> dog it looks give cool. me gwent yeah gwent, i mean gwent, gwent i mean there's nothing else the to time. say besides it's gwent so it looks no it, there's one it. thing to say oh there is single player that's the one there thing. there's a single player campaign which is not surprising which is weird that's not most card a games card game like hearthstone's got single player campaigns they've got like it's when cd project red says campaign i imagine a story hearthstone is you're just playing against computer enemies working your way through getting card packs yeah they say single player campaign i imagine a narrative Mm. i imagine some story developing yeah possibly i don't which i don't know seems really weird or maybe you could become the gwent champion of novagrad or something i i don't know uh we'll see what that turns out bottom line gwent rules it's like one of my favorite card games so i'm super excited about that there's a beta coming out later this year so take take my hand back to recore um, because I'm, Do you want to? I think... Yeah, okay, we'll go back to Record. Let's talk about Record. So, finally saw a gameplay demo. But saw in quotes, quotes, okay, let me rant about this for a second. Whoever was directing this freaking conference needs to be fired. <laughs> Why did they keep it showing happens, the audience? It happens every year, dude. I hate it so freaking much. I'm trying to see what is happening in this Record trailer, and they kept panning to the stinking audience. I don't care. Show me the game. I've wanted to see this game after the initial teaser last year for a whole year now. Just show me the game, mm. please. And so I'll have to go back and rewatch the trailer because I didn't see it super well. But what we did see looked awesome, and uh, I think Alana Pierce put it best. It looks like an old like N64 type game. It reminded me a lot of, like, old Rare games, and Jet Force Gemini specifically. It looked really old school for some reason to me, while looking obviously looking beautiful with modern graphics and things like that. So, what do you think? I, I'm really excited for ReCore. I think the talent behind it, uh, from the Metroid Prime standpoint, uh, after this Mighty Number no. 9 debacle, I'm not very... I don't have a lot of faith in KG and Fune. Well, we don't even know but- if Mighty Number no. 9's good so well i i'll wait for that one and so i think the talent behind it i think it's very interesting that you have multiple robot allies i thought it was just the dog but it sounds like you yeah you've got all these different allies that you're going to use and that's seems really cool from a puzzle mechanic standpoint uh and a, a fighting standpoint there's also some platforming i really like the vibes i'm getting from this game and i think it's a very quick turnaround for this new ip they teased it last year. They showed off the trailer slash gameplay today, and it's out here in three months. That That's a game I want yeah, for my Xbox. I think it's September 13th. I looked at the wiki. I think we got the date wrong. You had 18 written down, but uh, the wiki that's says That's what the 13. tweets said. The tweet? The tweets say that. You're, oh. trusting, you're trusting that they're Wikipedia? I'll, let's see which day is a Tuesday. Looking at the calendar. Um... Let's see. September 13th is a Tuesday. So that's probably the 13th. 
otherwise it's what? otherwise it releases on a Sunday. So, yeah, mm. I think it is the 13th. Um, so, yeah, that is a quick turnaround. It's cool that we'll get our hands on that sooner rather than later. So that's a really cool thing. Um, I'm excited for it. I think uh, there's another demo on YouTube's E3 Live thing. I know that Jeff Keighley had I think it. it's happening had, now. Yeah, I think it is happening right now as we record this. I'll probably go back and watch that later because I'm really interested with this game. We we saw The trailer was good, but we still didn't, I still didn't think we saw a ton. So I'd like to see the moment-to-moment gameplay rather than just the, the highlights and things like that. So... I'm definitely I'm definitely interested though. The the trailer won me over and again I like that it, it feels old school to me for some reason and I like that. So I'm definitely interested to check it out. Um man, my audacity keeps dropping. I keep having to bump it back up. So sorry if my voice is all over the place, MP three folks specifically. Um Silly silly. So right. we'll we'll figure it out later. No, um, I I think I just need to lock it in somehow. I think some one of my settings changed when I recorded with that other mic last week for some reason. Um, let's talk about the idea at Xbox kind of montage we saw. First off, we saw a new teaser for Inside, which is the game from the creators out of uh, out here in Limbo. two weeks. Yeah, it's out in a week, three weeks, I guess. June 29th. the twenty ninth. Yeah, which is really cool actually. Two so, weeks away. That's uh, that's really exciting. Limbo's like one of the best arcade games ever. It's one of the better indie games two weeks, ever. Two weeks from Wednesday. So hearing a lot of hype and good talk about this. Not a bunch just of from... a bunch of people in the press have already played it, and they say it's phenomenal. So mm-hmm. very much a reason to be excited when people I trust are saying that this game is great. The guy who presented it said it's one of the best games he's ever played, which. Yeah, I mean that's high praise. I mean a bunch. I know a bunch of people uh, give Limbo the same praise, so it doesn't surprise me that this game is getting that kind of reception. So that's cool. Two weeks away from that, really excited to get my hands on that. We also saw a montage before we get into We Happy Few. We saw a montage of a bunch of other games. Cuphead, uh, Stardew Valley is coming to Xbox One as well. What are what were mm-hmm. some other things in there? A bunch of stuff I w- I didn't know. A typical yearly. Here's our indie game. Here's our indie game montage. I mean, I, I explain all of them. Ukulele was in there. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's all very cool. Microsoft has really pushed their idea at Xbox thing, so I'm wish they bring back arcade. I wish they'd bring it back. I thought it was coming. I really did. I thought I, arcade was gonna come out today. Too. Arcade was. Awesome, I thought. Man. I thought, especially with Inside coming out here in two weeks. Be smart. That, that they would could be, be the summer really... of arcade thing again. It'd be cool. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, all of those look alas, good. We saw, and then after that, they close it off with a longer demo of a game called We Happy Few, which looks trippy and scary. And Bioshock vibes through the roof. Um, yeah, similar, similar, I guess, with the kind of creepiness and eeriness. Um, my yeah. friend, ha- my friend has played the game. I think he's played the game, or he's at least seen it because it's in early access on PC. Mm-hmm. And it'll be in early access next month on Xbox. Um. But he said he's played it, and he gave me the elevator pitch for it, and I told it to you, Max. And he basically said, "You did, huh?" Oh, I said I, you did. I thought you said that questioningly. I was like, "Yeah, I sent you a text, dork." Um, basically, what? I don't read, in, huh? You don't read. You don't know how to read. Anyway, the basic uh, premise for it is that you are a dude in a society where everybody's taking happy pills to get themselves all happy, but. Uh, the downside is the pills brainwash you and they also can tell when you're not on the pill. So if they tell you you're not taking the pill, then they freak out and send 
there's secret police after you or whatever you want to call them. So you're in a society where you're, everybody's forced to take this pill to keep them all happy and blind them to the world around them. And so you have to decide whether you continue to take the pill and go with the status quo or if you try to break out. And But then you're running that the trailer. Of, that was a masterful trailer. It was really, it really totally good sold demo. me on the game. Yeah. So and I'm totally I interested felt to edgy. check it out. It felt edgy and nervous about things that were happening. Yeah, I felt nervous as it's well. It's tone spot on. It is in Xbox preview though. It's going to be in July. Yeah, what did I say? Early access? Yeah. So Xbox Well, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm, it's the same thing. Same I premise. I just didn't yeah. want people to think it was coming out then. It's – which is weird. Which is game... interesting for a game like that when you figure it would probably only be a two- to three-hour experience. It seems something similar to that at least. So I don't know. I'm wondering what the full game will contain and how much is there to do and is the game – endless because usually the the preview games like arc or something like that or you can mm. play that forever and it, it's, it doesn't really have a set goal or a set thing to complete and then the game ends so I'll, I'll be curious to see what the actual game contains when it goes into preview next month i'll pr- i may pick it up it sounds really interesting so previews free for xbox gold users it is i'm asking oh um no no. Like, oh, so you buy it? Yeah, you do buy it. Okay. All right. So you're, so you're buying an unfinished game. So you're buying an unfinished game, and then obviously nah, I don't like that. I'm not a fan. And of that's that been at a at thing all. for a while. So I mean, then again, you yeah, don't, Ark you is don't have yeah, to. Ark's in it. So yeah, Ark's in it. Ark's been. I mean, that's the thing. Ark's was Ark's been beloved by many for over a year now. So and that's technically not been finished. So I I, I like that. I like that in some respects. But again, I'm curious what we happy few has in it so because it's not really typical of the other early access games so Mm -hmm. we'll see what that looks like um again loosely we saw a dead rising 4 trailer which was to be expected because we had heard leaks of that it looks like frank west is coming back the protagonist from the first one i'm pumped looks freaking fantastic uh christmas themed trailer um looks like it's it's coming out this holiday I'm I'm really really excited. Frank is like the best character in the series. It's really cool to have I loved, him back. I love the tone of that trailer. I love the Christmas theme. I love the candy cane gun. I thought to me it looked just more like Dead Rising Three. Like I didn't see anything visually it looks more impressive. To Dead Rising 3. But it looked very zany, fun. It looked and that's always I, been a thing. Dead, Dead Rising's Rising. always had these like really funky weapons. Yeah. Um, I love that. It's I'm it looks pretty darn cool. I love my favorite part was the pun at the end, uh, that said the sleigh ride begins, holiday twenty sixteen. Oh, Your favorite part was the pun. Yeah, I, it definitely dude, there were so many good puns. It definitely looks good though. I'm really excited. As somebody who's played most of the Dead Rising games, I'm very excited. I hope I hope the camera element is back. And for those of you who have played Dead Rising 1, you know what I'm talking about. You had a camera in the first game and you could take cool pictures of zombies and stuff like that. I hope that's back. I I really thought that was funny from the first game. And he does take a picture at one point in the trailer, but it's with his camera phone. So we'll see if he's he's gone into the future and he's snapping pictures with his phone now rather than a a camera. So it looks good. Um, Scalebound, we saw afterwards. I thought that demo fantastic i know you said you're not really you don't think it's your kind of game i think it looks I, really really cool it did 
it did demo well, I, way better than Final Fantasy. It, but I just that was one whose it owned its tone, its vibe. It put it out there. It, that's great for it. It just it's not something I I like the I, I wanted. I, I like the vibe of the game where it's kind of a mix between almost fantasy with the elements of the dragons and stuff like that. But then it's got like a weird punk rock sort of feel to it where you're like i think it's this like serious dragon fantasy rpg with like just a splash of sunset overdrive just yes. like a little dab yeah, sort of a little bit it feels like that so i thought it looked really good the demo looked great i'm excited for it, it comes out next year it got pushed back it was originally i'm, supposed I'm to be excited year, for people who are excited for it but by no, by no means i think the game looks bad it's just not a game i'm interested in yeah if it it's if it's i i assume i'll play it and if it's good i'll let you know but um, it looks fun. Can't, I mean, it looks. Uh, that's the thing. The tra- the gameplay trailer looked fun, which is always the most important. It's going to be thing. interesting, especially with Platinum having so many duds lately, or things that aren't up to snuff. Well, their smaller they teams have. I think their smaller teams typically have duds with the Korra and the uh, Korra. TMNT. I heard the Transformers game was the fun. Transformers TMNT game was supposed to be fun. Bayonetta was supposed to be really good. I mean, um, Platinum still back Star and Fox. Forth. Star Fox did not deliver. That was them, it wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Platinum's back and forth. I feel like they've always been kind of back and forth. They'll make Which an is awesome weird. game. Like, I feel like they it. should laser focus. I mean, they're just making different kinds of games, too. Like, the Korra game was like a three or four hour downloadable Gosh, game. I wish I wish so, I had that Korra game. So, you can go I download it. I wish it was a good Korra game. Go download it. Maybe you like no, it. No, I wish it was It's not good by any stretch of the imagination. Um, let's see what else we've got here. Let's save Sea of Thieves for Rare. last. Rare. Rare. Let's, let's save it for last. No. We'll close Don't the show with her. that. The one thing we've been waiting for, or at least I've been waiting for. Uh, we saw right, a trailer for... two other things then. We saw the trailer for State of Decay 2, more zombies to go with Dead Rising. Zombie Gray. games Save of Decay 1. I put a couple hours into first State of Decay. It's a fun game. I liked it. Um, more zombie open world More survival. of that. Yeah, not much to say there. It looks like more of the... Same, maybe a couple new elements. Um, Halo Wars 2, I'm not an RTS guy. I played the original Halo Wars. I'm going to try fine. it. How Do you like RTSs? Never played one. But how am I going to play it, and how am I going to find out? Open beta, available now. That's true, which I mentioned. That I was mentioned their available now drop. It was the open beta last for a week. Xbox One. Actually, I don't know if it's on PC, the demo. Or the beta, I should say. Yeah. So you can um, go down that, load that now. It's open through the rest of the week. It's not a multiplayer game, is it? It's I'm uh, playing against y- the computer, right? Yeah, it's it's a, it's got multiplayer in it. Yeah, it's not but multiplayer beta, specifically though. The beta, the beta will be the simple. beta. I would assume you'd be playing against the computer, but maybe there I will hope be so, a because I don't want to play against people that are better than me because I have no idea what I'm doing. It'll teach you. Hold my hand. Hold my hand, Sony. Or Microsoft or Halo or oh, I'm so confused. Give it a shot. I don't like RTSs, but they the first one controlled really well. I thought, and they did it right. It was proper. It was good. I thought they did a great job with console putting an RTS. RTS on the console. But it just they're not for me. So that looked fine. That's out February 21st of next year. Um, okay. Early 2017 game. Add into that extensive oh, list. Thank God we can talk about Rare now. You yeah. cleared the list. Let's close with Rare. So we saw Sea of Thieves. We saw a new trailer. We saw a new gameplay demo, which was very annoying because they had loud Let's Play type people commenting over it the entire time. Besides that, 
looked really, really cool. You know I, what it looked like? What did it look a like? A rare game. It did look it, it didn't did look have like a Connect vibe Sports. Of a game, it didn't look nice. like a Connect Sports. It looked like a game. It looked like Destiny at Sea, which was cool. It seems like a very team oriented game, which sounds like it would suck by yourself. That's uh, what I'm curious I dug, about. If you can I dug play the it by trailer yourself. though. I love the vibe of that and the song. I love the art style. Yeah, I like the trailer as well. The gameplay looks very cool. You can drink. Alcoholic. Yeah, and it, yeah, hallucinate, and you have pirate battles. It, it, but I, I'm not looking forward to a single-player experience in that game. That doesn't look like it's fun by yourself. That's what I'm interested about. I mean, I think it's – I'm trying to reserve judgment – for now i mean either way i assume if i get it you'll play it with me and i have a couple other friends who i know will play it with me so i know i wouldn't be alone in getting it and playing it I w- i'll definitely have yes, some friends would. there but i i do wonder how it plays alone i am curious about that and i'd like to hear them talk about that a little bit more overall i'm excited i mean this fed to that flame i had for this game i really wanted to see it and i i tweeted on our show account at mgs podcast like I've been wanting a good pirate game my entire life. That is the one thing I wanted. Assassin's Creed 4 delivers. Assassin's Creed 4 definitely delivered on that in a lot of ways, but this looks like it could be that next step up that I've been wanting, and I hope it delivers on it. It looks... My my worry for you is this is a multiplayer Destiny-like game, and you don't play those very long. I I, I have no problems getting into them, though. That's the thing. You just don't stick around. I've never been against them. Well, that's the thing, is I move on to the next thing eventually. But, I mean, even something like Overwatch. Like, I've been playing Overwatch intermittently between sessions of like the witcher or something recently i have no problems playing a game like sea of thieves in between the other games i'm playing but uh i think it's just destiny and the division specifically didn't hook me um Mm -hmm. this looks like something this looks so much different that it could be something i get into um i think a lot of the things i don't like about destiny and the division is like the loot system i i'm not i'm not a i'm not a loot guy i don't i don't really can not a fan of Diablo. I'm not a fan of uh, like that's definitely my least favorite thing about I Borderlands. I could see it happening in this game though. Could I can see it, but I don't know. It's we'll just gonna. S- we'll it, see. It's gonna be dependent on a bunch of things. We saw very, the gameplay trailer. We saw was very felt like limited. We still didn't see a HUD, or we still didn't see yeah much I mean, combat. We saw a ship battle between two opposing teams, and that was about it. But. Um, besides that, I don't know. It looks cool. I like the I, I like the idea of playing with friends and things like that. And it looks. I, I want, I'm wondering how big and expansive the world is. And so we'll see. It looks interesting for sure, and I am excited to get my hands on it next year. They didn't really announce a specific, specific date or window. Just next year. So that was Microsoft. It was really good. Like, that was, I, I've said it at the top of the show, that was their best showing I think they've had in over five years. They really came out swinging with the Xbox One Slim. They went down swinging with the Scorpio, and then everything in between looked like pow, a pow, game pow, 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 pow. that I want, like, there's really not many games that they showed that I wasn't interested in. Even something like Forza Horizon 3, I don't play racing games, that looked awesome to me. That almost got me hooked. So, most of the things they showed today really were great games like i i don't have a complaint with hardly anything they did i thought microsoft or i thought minecraft was boring but then again they have to highlight minecraft because that's their biggest money maker of all so 
making bank. They didn't. I don't think they. There was, wasn't really. There wasn't a chink in the armor today with their showing. I didn't think so. They crushed it. That was a very strong opening. It's going to leave, you know, first impressions are everything, and that was the first impression for E3 this year. I'm cu- very curious to see what Ubisoft does here in, like, 40 minutes. 40 I'm minutes very curious to see what Sony does tonight. That's Sony. That's the most interesting thing to me now. And is... you, and I, you and I both are going to the E3 experience at our yep. respective movie theaters. Um, I, I'll give you a warning real quick. Uh, if it streams, stutters at the beginning, don't worry. They usually kink it out in a few minutes. Um, but if not, I'll watch it on my phone. Like, yeah, that's what people did last year. It's, you know, I'm very curious to see how it goes tonight. And then tomorrow is Nintendo, and I mean, my hype for that can't be stopped. So, you wanna you wanna give people the yeah, schedule? Uh, so we got another show tonight that we're we'll recording live, um, and then we got another show tomorrow that we'll be recording. Uh, our, our regular numbered episode, next part of our top 10 list, if you're a weekly listener and you know about that, uh, tomorrow we got our next top 10 list going, and we'll probably spend the first portion of the show with the news uh, running down our thoughts with Nintendo and Zelda and things like that. So, um, gonna be, gonna be, we've got two more episodes coming up over the next two days, so it's going to be good. I'm really, yeah, Boom, I'm bada, super bing. interested to see what Sony does tonight. The ball is definitely in their court now for the first time in a while. Um, I think you brought. I, I think it was you. You brought up a good point that they really Sony uh, Microsoft came out swinging last year too. They weren't pulling punches. They had an awesome showing last year, and Sony just came out and topped it. So this year, though specifically, I think it's going to be really, really hard for Sony to top. And I, if they don't talk about PS four point five, which I agree with you, I don't think they're going to do it. It's going to be. It's going to feel awkward because that thing's kind of hanging over the company as a whole right now. And by Microsoft just talking about Scorpio openly and saying, yeah, this is a thing. Yeah, we're developing this. It's you'll, you'll hear more about it next year. That was comforting to me as a consumer to at least know what is coming. And right. like it or not, 4.5 is hanging over Sony's head right now. And they've confirmed it. We know it's a thing. It's going to be – I just hope it doesn't feel awkward tonight when they have their showing that there's this thing looming, but they're just not – speaking about it it's kind of like nintendo's been with the nx like that nx is just hanging over nintendo's head and until they talk about it it's gonna always keep feeling weird for the next couple months so i just i would feel i don't know it'd be nice if sony changed their tune within the past five days for some reason and decided they're going to talk about it at least for i doubt it even for a couple minutes like just mention it just somebody come out and talk about it for three minutes and you you don't need a video you don't need anything just somebody come out and talk about it for half a second and that's it that's all i'm asking for i don't think it's going to happen though i agree with you but i just hope that the conference doesn't come off as awkward and all of that so it's going to be really interesting tonight i'm very excited to see how they strike back because microsoft is they killed it they really did so with that thank you so much for listening to our breakdown of the microsoft e3 conference this year um we will be back up tonight if you want to watch us live on YouTube. We'll be back up again tomorrow with our normal episodes. Um, MP3 people, we should be getting getting MP3s out as soon as we can. Um, you'll be these, I mean, these, you'll, if you're a this MP3 one in the air going up actually right after this recording. Yeah. So, so we'll be hurt, we'll be going it. as fast as we can here, trying to get them all up for you. So if you're listening to this on MP3, then 
Well, I guess it's up, so <laughs> no reason to even mention it. Um, yep. But anyway, yeah, with that, I guess we're done here. You can follow us on at MGS Podcast. We'll keep tuning from that account today. You can follow me at moreman12. I am Logan. I am at moreman12. You can follow me there. Max is on Mac, at Max the White. Email us at mgspodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have, and let us know what you think about the E3 conferences so far. Let us know what you think about the Scorpio. I'm really interested to hear what people think about that and if they were really sold after what Microsoft talked about today with it because I, I, know, I'm, I know I'm singing a little bit of a different tune after seeing what they had to show but i don't know if i'm i'm not going kicking and screaming into this new future of what consoles are going to be so not as much as i was about a month ago but we'll see we'll see um if you're watching on youtube please like share and subscribe we would appreciate it so much leave a comment down below we'll probably get back to you and talk to you as well so we thank you so much for everything thanks for listening uh we'll be back later tonight if you're going to watch this live and we will tweet out that link at mgs podcast on twitter so until then thank you so much we'll see you soon Thank you.